Welcome to another action pack edition of Kapowcast. Um, we don't have much of an episode ready today. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. Nope. I like to be a straight shooter. <laughs> I like to let everybody know what they're in for. So expectations could be at a complete minimum. And, then we, and can we can only wow surpass them, them yes. from there. Uh, joining me today is Jeff Jefferson from Flask Action Heroes. Hey, guys. And Mikey. Hey, everyone. Um, Tony is off uh, we fighting don't know. A, a war yeah. through time. <laughs> He's, He's raising the mutant messiah child through time right now. He can only <laughs> go backwards, though, so that's why we'll, we won't see him for a while. So hopefully uh, that goes well, and we'll have to ask him about it when he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as I said, uh, we're just going to talk a lot of news today. A lot of scuttlebutt and stuff going around. Skip scat. Skip scat. Scoop scat. Scat man. It's the second time Scatman's been referenced today. <laughs> Won't be the last. I'm aiming for five times. Five scats. Five scats. First of all, last week after we recorded, some really cool test footage was uh, brought to us by Batfleck himself oh, yeah. of Deathstroke. Everybody was speculating, mm. was it real? Was it something for a TV show or... But then it, then it was revealed. He looked fucking awesome. Yeah, I thought it looked really good. Um, a lot of people were complaining that the uh, TV version, they liked it better. No. They always no. say that. I did not like the TV version. No, he looked like he was wearing a painted hockey He looked like a TV version yeah. of Deathstroke. <laughs> yeah. This one looked like, to me, I, have you guys, either of you played Arkham Origins? I've seen them. I've <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen a playthrough. You know of it. Yeah, you know of it. It looks like it looks like the uh, game, you know, the character version. Um, it looked yeah, that's exactly what I thought of, and I'm starting to get a feeling that Ben Affleck played those games <laughs> and really oh, liked them. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> because if you look at like the way he was fighting in uh, Batman v Superman in that warehouse scene, the mm. scene that like is probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the, when uh, Superman gets into the tub fully clothed with Lois Lane. and Water gets everywhere. That's, water that's gets, a problem. Yeah, that's a mess. Yeah. dripping into the lower apartment. That like, was a good fight scene. <laughs> um, Damn it, Lois. But I get a, Yeah, I get an impression that he's like a huge fan of the Arkham games because like like that Deathstroke looks like he jumped right out of Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And he looks uh, very uh, armored up. And ready to kick some ass. Hell yeah. And there was speculation going on as who was under the suit? Who's playing him? It was Jason Todd. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if they had it. I don't know if it's the actor that they recently announced playing him. But just a couple days ago, well, was it? It was yesterday, actually. Yeah. This is Friday, so. I keep thinking it's Sunday. Saturday. Um, Joe Magniello, Mag- Mango Melon. <laughs> Joe Mango Crush. Uh, Flash Thompson from the Spider-Man movie <laughs> Mingus Duke. Uh, was announced that he will be playing Deathstroke in the solo Batman movie and the internet fandom rejoiced oh, yeah. with yeah, jubilant true. applause because he has been a long-standing favorite to play the role. If you look like fan art, oh yeah, there's been tons of fan art of him as Deathstroke already. Wow. So some of it's pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's pretty erotic. That's my um, favorite. <laughs> Outside of, like, uh, the Spider-Man movies, though, 
And I think he was actually on How I Met Your Mother, too, for a couple episodes. <laughs> but outside of that stuff, I'm not too familiar with a lot of things that he's been in. It's weird how he's... Right. Yeah, I wonder, uh, I wonder how he became such a fan cast favorite. Was it just from the Spider-Man movies, I, or... No, I... Th- yeah, I think he was on True Blood. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I think he's on. At least that's what I hear. My female female friend watches it. (laughs) Somebody told me that he was on True Blood. (laughs) I think part of the reason is he's one of those people that, like, I think he went like premature gray. Yeah. And people are just like, (laughs) I still think age wise, I don't think he's quite the age. But I'm not going to sit here and and split hairs on that. He's supposed to be split gray hairs. He's (laughs) supposed to be. well, Deathstroke was what in his late forties somewhere mm-hmm. in there. I always thought he was like a, like fifties, maybe. Well, I mean, he's like a, he's a super soldier, right? He's yeah, uh, peak, uh, peak human, so he can pretty much they can make him any age they want. He uh, one of the people one of the people that people were really rooting for was uh, Stephen Lang. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that too. To be Deathstroke, and I was like, that's not too bad. He's got gray hair too. Pretty much, yeah, but he's a. I think he might be a little too old. Like, I don't know. Uh, the actor playing him though is gonna be. He's thirty nine years old. I'm not too bad. No, I mean, uh, physic. I mean, he's, it's weird. He's actually gonna be younger than Batman. Actually, yeah, that's funny. Mm. Ben Affleck's really damn old, but he doesn't look it. No, no, he still he looks really. He's good. still built like a shit brick house, <laughs> dragging around all those tires and throwing crates into people's skulls and. You name it. But see, after it was announced and the initial excitement set in, and I was like, oh, it's awesome. And then there was still fear and dread. <laughs> because casting, at least from my perspective, some of you may argue because there's been controversy, but to me, casting has never been a problem with DC films, um, for the most part. <laughs> I, would, I would agree, except for Lex Luthor. That's, 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 what, <laughs> that's where, for the most part, came in. <laughs> Otherwise, I've never really had a problem with, like, um, I love Zod, uh, Lois Lane. Um, well, I don't think they're handling her character that well. I don't, I didn't have a problem with the casting. Um, Perry White, he's fine. Although it's funny, like, I picked a black guy to play Perry White. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the people, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman, that worked out great. Mm-hmm. Despite the initial, you know, Oh. Flames and pitchfork reaction. The, the batlash, yeah. The, the batlash. <laughs> there you go. Um, I was one of those people that was angry about it. Oh, you and... I mean, we've talked about it here, but like you and Tony both were just like... I mean, you, I think, a little bit more so than Tony. I, I didn't... I never said... I'm not, I'm not... I never said it would ruin the movie for me, but I said... I did, I did recall you saying you'd give it a chance. Yeah. I did say I'd give it a chance, but I was never happy about it. And uh, yeah, I was I was wrong. It was a terrific. Comment. I yeah, I really try not to feel either way about castings anymore when that news is uh, announced. Like this new uh, Mary Jane uh, in the next Spider-Man movie. Has been I remember revealed. you telling me I just really hope that Mary Jane's not black. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very bad. Wow, thanks. <laughs> um, everyone's you know this is obviously one of those big uh, things where the internet just gets uh, you know they're. Uh, Jimmy's all rustled, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm just totally fine with everything that's going on right now. I, I really don't, you know, it's like Mary Jane. Like, this is a character that we don't really want to care about <laughs> in the next Spider-Man. 
That was always the biggest issues with the, those movies. It got worse and worse because it wasn't about Spider Man. You know, it was just uh, it was about Peter Parker and his uh, boring life, all <laughs> of his wrong choices he's making, and people like uh, we take a lot like when castings announced like that's usually like the jumping off point of whether or not you're going to get excited about mm. something. They take the baton and they run in it. Exactly. They keep and running. time and time again, running with the baton. it's been proven that the casting isn't everything. Oh yeah. You know, um, like even a been, bad actor or an actor who doesn't look the part can either be directed or can do a good acting job and mm-hmm. like make the character their own or make it in a way, you know, it, still we've seen it, it. We've seen it time and time again where, there's a person cast, and you think, oh, that's going to be fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. And it exceeds expectations and ends up being great. Um, I'm trying to think of instances where, like, there was a casting that people were excited for or thought it'd be great, but that it ended up being not so great. Uh, Green Lantern. Uh, 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 there you go. I think Green Lantern, to a degree, I think that also has a lot to do, too, with just, like, poor directing. and That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like it being the actor's fault? Um, yeah. <sighs> oh, uh, The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. Edward Norton Edward did not Norton. do a very good job, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I wasn't happy with that. That was like one of his last movies where he was like a top-billed uh, actor, too. He was in Sausage Party. <laughs> <laughs> was he? <laughs> he played a Jewish bagel. <laughs> wow. It's okay because Seth Rogen's Jewish too. It all works out. <laughs> um, that was another bad uh, casting with Seth Rogen as uh, the Green Hornet. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think anyone was excited for that movie in the first place. Oh no, no, that movie just. But like, you know, there was a the, the automatic like go to thing for any time there's like outrage over casting for me is always Heath Ledger. Yeah, that's like the fucking very well. As soon as people pinnacle. saw. The uh, teaser image of him, that was when it really hit the fan. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. were like, oh, sh-. I remember, oh well, I remember grim there, and gritty, we want, you know. I remember there thing. being, like, set pictures, and set pictures are always a lot different than the actual film, obviously, because you don't have the lighting and the camera work and all the that. green screen. Yeah, people just saw, like, the face paint and the hair, and they were like, uh, what? <laughs> that was a movie that really taught me to... Uh, Reserve judgment? Yes, reserve judgment. Because I remember saying, this looks really bad. I mean, I just didn't like refuse to see it or anything, but... It wasn't your Joker. Joker. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't Joker. the Kermawite and... Exactly. He didn't have a mustache underneath the paint or anything. <laughs> um, yeah, I think everyone learned after that, you know... To, uh, oh, nobody learned. <laughs> <laughs> look at Jared Leto. Yeah. Well, and look at Ben Affleck yep. once again, you know. You know, there was petitions... Mm-hmm. Going oh, around yeah, to right, get him right. removed from casting, <laughs> and now here we are, and he's people are excited that it's he's like going to be writing saving, yeah. and directing the Batman. He's the saving the, grace of the DC the, uh, universe right now. The Batfleck Batflick. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's a fun. There's one. a, there's a tongue, tongue, tongue twister, twister for you. Yeah. Bat fucking. Um, <laughs> Jeff Johns and John Berg recently uh, talked about how they were reworking. The Justice League script to be a little bit more coherent, optim- optimistic, <laughs> and hopefully more coherent. I'm just going to assume it's yeah, a jumbled I really, mess I, at some point. You oh, know, that's good to hear. Don't get me wrong; I, I like grim and gritty. I like I loved Sin City, and like 
I, lo- I like noirish elements, but Justice League really, it's not the right format for it. Well, like, exactly. Right Here's a lovely co- uh, quote. God damn it, I can't talk today. Hey, and yet you nailed the bat flick. I'm bat drunk. Flick one. <laughs> it's 10 a.m. <laughs> I think your surge fermented a little. Yeah. That's an original one from 1998. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like grain alcohol now. Um, Jeff Johns had this recent quote uh, saying, Mistakenly in the past, I think the studio has said, Oh, DC films are gritty and dark. And that's what makes them different. And he said that that couldn't be more wrong. He explains that it to him, DC is a hopeful and optimistic view of life. Even Batman has a glimmer of that in him. If he didn't think he'd make tomorrow better, he'd stop. I don't believe that, but... Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, they showed him with... Uh in that dream sequence with the green rock and everything, and he knew he was fighting a hopeless battle. Well, and they go on on this. Um, that was all stress-induced. <laughs> they, they're, they're planning on addressing some of the issues with Batman mm-hmm. in Justice League. I imagine they're trying to be... Trying to <laughs> somehow explain it and also... Apologize for it. Apologize for it. Um they said that uh, John Berg, which this is the part that has me worried, uh, he says that we accelerated the story to get to the hope and optimism a little faster. Well, I mean, why would why skip past the grim, grim, grim and gritty part? Why not just skip it out altogether? Whenever I, if I <laughs> just hearing this say accelerate yeah. the script, I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, you can't rush a story. Exactly. I, otherwise, that- you have. A Batman. movie with a rush story that I can't think of. Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Was it rushed, oh, or just convoluted? Suicide Squad. I didn't think that. Well, that was a rush development, but I don't think the story was. You know rushed. what? Looking at it, you with uh, Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad, you almost have two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Where Batman v Superman almost had fucking too much in it, and then Suicide Squad, to a lot of people, didn't have enough and it was too thin. Yeah, that so, was their knee-jerk reaction after... Oh, yeah, because they did all the reshoots yeah. and six different fucking cuts of the film. I'd like to... I would like to watch each cut. Yeah. Back like to back, favorite, back yeah. to back. If you just like the Clue movie where there was, you know, uh, like one different ending for each character, then one different person did it at the end. Um, they also go on to say that we are trying to take a really hard look at everything to make sure we stay true to the characters and tell stories that celebrate them. Well, that's a that's the, very that's the idea. bland statement. Yeah, <laughs> that's like it's like politician double talk. Um, there, you you've heard like me and Tony talk about Jeff Johns before. Like mm-hmm. he's done great work for DC, like the oh, comic yeah. books. He's been awesome. Some of my favorite uh, stories of his. Like, There's his story arcs are all really good. And now he's kind of assuming the the Kevin Feige role of DC. The, the big, you know, the person who makes sure yeah. that everything makes sense and points in one direction. And the one thing that I think we tend to, I don't know if we just don't talk about it because we forget about it or because we don't want to mention it. He was also a creative consultant on Green Lantern. <laughs> oh. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> well, I mean, um, there is a big and difference. And I think he was, also, he was also a creative consultant on Batman v Superman as well. Yeah, yeah, he was. And they decided to up his uh, creative input afterwards. So I don't know. I know, I, shit. I wish he was fucking here. I'm just staring at his empty chair. <laughs> Out fighting the fucking future war. <laughs> uh, Tony had mentioned 
he had met Jeff Johns mm-hmm. at some point. And I want to say he asked him at some point when he met him, like, what happened with the Green Lantern movie? And he was just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I could know. be mistaken, Tony, when you get back. Um, feel free to feel angrily free to correct. Angrily correct me and, and <laughs> throw me across the basement. <laughs> but uh, Like a lawn dart. I mean... I would say it was just um, a classic case of uh, too many cooks. <laughs> oh, give me a break. Can't even use the expression anymore. Nope, it's been ruined and sullied. Sorry. 15 minutes of repeating theme song. Um, but like with DC, like <laughs> they're still trying to fix it. They're still trying to find their identity while... Well, 25 people are trying to find their identity while tra- trying to shove their input into what they think their, the film should be. Yeah, you have studio interests fighting with creative interests, and then there's the director. There's going to be Jeff Johns trying to oversee it all and make it all coherent. Here's a question and then for the you: Actors who try to like Jared Leto trying to you know make it you know his oh. magnum opus. <laughs> Here's a question for you: Do you think Warner Brothers should finding if they find the correct team? Mm-hmm should do almost a Marvel-esque move and just do a separate branch of, like, call it, like, DC Films. I'd and be have, like, a that. separate, almost like a separate studio house working on it, people that know the story. That way you don't have 25 million yes-men in suits yeah. saying what they think DC comics should be, what DC movies should be, and they haven't ever read a fucking comic book in their <laughs> life. Well, I think um, the ground's too shaky right now to do something. As well I agree. As that. But I would like to see that. What I'd really like to see happen is Disney buy out DC <laughs> Comics. Then we can finally get the crossover comics and movies that we always wanted. Yeah, I'd like to see something like uh, DC absorb a lot of the um, you know, like the Yes Men at Warner Brothers, or just the people that have made things work for uh, like Christopher Nolan and the uh, Dark Knight trilogy. I think, just and they, I think they them. were really banking on Christopher Nolan. To take DC films forward, exactly. But I think you know once Christopher Nolan this goes back, was kind of done with the Batman movies, and he kind of pr- he produced, Halper was an executive producer on Man of Steel, and then he just kind of was like, I'm out. Yeah, and that left I think Warner Brothers kind of scrambling because they were really I think they were really banking on Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan to be that uh, Godfather. I, I know they were. Yeah, and now. They've been trying to do this since, uh, you know, way back in the day with Superman Returns. They were trying to do the uh, Batman Superman crossover, and of course that didn't work out. Um, and then they were really they were banking on like Green Lantern being yeah the yeah big that was gonna take point. it yeah that was gonna take it forward and just uh, it's they're rudderless. <laughs> and that's just it. It was just fucking like the wheels fell off. It hit a tree yeah. and the bike fucking exploded. <laughs> yeah, they put two. And now we're not getting a Green Lantern movie till fucking God knows when. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right. I think in order for Warner Brothers to ever even consider doing a move like that, they have to make sure that they have the right people in charge. And so far, the people in charge haven't proven themselves. What they need are uh, three big movies, like really successful movies. I would think that Suicide Squad, it's made enough money to be considered a big success at this point. I, critics, yeah. Critics uh, lampooned it, but that doesn't matter. It yeah, never matters. Right. It's the amount and of money I think that it makes. It also, I mean, um, I think it hit well with most fans. Um, I think, I'm not sure, what, I wonder what the critic score is, or not, the 
audience score is on the, the average moviegoer that's seen the movie, like someone who isn't that into comics, they normally like it, or at least say it's okay. It's normally people that like comic book fans that have preconceived notions of what they want to see in a Suicide Squad mm-hmm. movie that have the problems with it. Um, sixty-seven percent of audience liked it. Apparently, mm-hmm. that's I mean it's it's over half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's over half the people not wanting their money back. Yeah, there we go. That's over half the people not suing. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw the movie twice, and I consider myself a movie snob. I contemplated seeing it a second time. I never. I, I we went and saw Sausage Party instead. <laughs> I've heard good things. How was it? I didn't laugh a whole lot. No. Well, you know that's good because I, I'm glad that like because I'm probably not going to see it now that I know that someone else didn't like it. it I'm, I'm probably going to. I mean, like. It'll be on TV and I won't want to watch it because it's going to be cut up to yeah. shit. Like it, it's it's pretty vulgar. That's what there I is a there. Spoiler warning for Sausage Party. <laughs> Fucking cares. can that be the name of our episode? It's a sausage party. Spoiler warning, Sausage Party. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's that's very true. The uh, there's like a. a a food orgy at the end. Oh man, it doesn't sound very funny. No, it's well, well it's, they're, they're all fucking in their food. It's something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, I think yeah. In order for DC to consider doing like a separate uh, film branch, they would have to have some level of success, like you said. I think Suicide Squad can kind of be considered that. Mm-hmm. We'll see what Justice League does. Um. The the Batman probably has the most potential. Go fucking figure. Except maybe Wonder Woman. And oh, Wonder Woman has fuck, I forgot about <laughs> Wonder Woman. As long as that's not the disjointed mess that a disgruntled Warner Brothers employee claims it to be. <laughs> uh, uh, a quote, no. uh, p- a supposedly disgruntled Warner Brothers employee. Supposedly disgruntled. Allegedly. Warner Brothers employee. This is exciting. Um, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy were recently doing like a Q&A at a convention. Mm-hmm. And they just fucking balls out, made out. <laughs> no, uh, they uh, they teased a couple possible future DC animated projects. Yeah, uh, that being uh, Death in the Family. Don't look at the computer screen. You can't know. <laughs> I heard about. I heard about that. I heard about and, Death uh, in the Family. And Hush. That's awesome. Um, which one would you guys like to see? Uh, I don't like Jason Todd that much. They're probably a death in the family. <laughs> that makes sense. I I, I kind of like to see Hush. Mikey's actually right. <laughs> <laughs> there was a right and wrong answer. Aw. And you yours, told me. I feel like we've already kind of seen a little bit of the death of the family with... Yeah, we didn't actually get to see Jason Todd beaten to death with a crow. Under the red hood? That's true. I mean, we got like... It was weird because even though it was an animated movie, they weren't showing him that crowbar actually make contact. They would like cut to like a shadow or mm-hmm. they'd cut to like his feet flailing around. <laughs> I don't know why that's better, but apparently it is. Um, they just hate seeing children beat to death, I guess. Weirdos. I think the only thing like I, I have like some reservations about this now just because the killing joke wasn't the uh, Magnus Opus <laughs> that it's was thought to be. It made a ton of money. It did. Especially in theaters. Yeah. It was like record breaking. Um but just because of that like little like just twenty epilogue, Yeah. Like people just fucking like, nope. Well, you know, people 
comic book fans, you can't touch their babies. But in all fairness, I'm pretty sure those stories are a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Death in the Family definitely is its story arc. Yeah, and, and Hush is a lot... I mean, Hush has, like, fucking uh, every Batman villain mm-hmm. almost imaginable in it. Like, people are like, you know, this this book is was just, like, a fucking excuse for Jim Lee to draw, like, every Batman <laughs> character. Yeah. Um, Does he need an excuse? Not in my book. <laughs> and then he's like, you know what? I like Superman a lot, too. I guess Superman could show up. I like drawing Superman. <laughs> Superman shows up, controlled <laughs> by Poison Ivy, and... Batman and Catwoman fight them, and then Rachel Ghoul shows up at one point. Uh, who else is in that book? Uh, Scarecrow. Hush. Hush. Riddler, yeah, Harley Rid- Quinn, Riddler. Joker, oh, I forgot Clayface. Yep. Croc. Yeah, they really did run through the. Yeah. They, was Two Face in it? I don't think Two Face. I don't was think Two Face was in it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I've done it here before, but. Uh oh. Um, I cannot talk enough, like, good things about Hush. Uh-huh. I think that's why, because Hush actually kind of got me back into the superhero world. Like, I was kind of kind of coming back in. That's not a fart. I'm unzipping my hoodie. It's kind of coming back in. <sighs> it's, uh, it, it got me back in, and partially because, like, the first thing that you see when you look at Hush, the first thing that catches you, obviously, is the art. Mm-hmm. And... I ended up buying like the absolute hush, which has the art like blown up and it's so beautiful. So the colors just pop. Everything is less. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> it's his best work, I would say, or at least among his best. It, it's up there with his best work. Yeah, it's up there, I'd say, with like his 90s X Men. Yep. Maybe Wildcats. <laughs> Good old oh, Wildcats. Oh boy. We should, we should review the animated series. I was, um,. I was a fan of the series. Me too. I watched the whole thing. It actually, fi- I'm pretty sure it actually concluded too. We should find some online. It's or if somebody could link us. Wink, wink. That would be fantastic. It's probably on Hulu or something. Um, but Hush, to me, I, I think would have a cooler story to see through animated just because it's it would be something we haven't seen yet. We've already seen, like I said, we've kind of seen a little bit of that Death in the Family with Red Hood. Um, and then they could do the whole... You, know, you get the story arc with like Thomas Elliot and uh, or Tommy, mm-hmm. and I would also be interested to see them also maybe try to work in a little bit of his Hush version mm-hmm. from the uh, or his Arkham version, Hush's Arkham version from the game. Ah, Ooh. I see what you're saying. Yeah, thank you. A, <laughs> I am drunk. He's drunk. He's very drunk. Uh, did either of you guys play the Arkham Asylum game? I did. Or Arkham City. I'm sorry. Oh no. Like no. I wait. I played it at GameStop. But I don't think that counts. Uh, spoiler alert! Alert! <laughs> oh no, he's a mess. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> um, in uh, Arkham Asylum, Hush has like a a brief. There's a brief side quest where you're finding dead bodies with their faces cut off. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you find out that the killer's been Hush, which you have no prior uh, affiliation or relationship with, unlike in the actual story. Mm -hmm. But he's basically killing these people, and he's taking the best parts of their faces to make him look like Bruce Wayne. (laughs) And I was like, that's fucking cool. That's pretty scary. Wouldn't they have a bunch of jagged scar lines all over? He did. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
So he is a crazy person. Yes. So did he like switch faces or was it just like a mask to make him look like he he like switched faces because he was in this store in uh, Asylum. He's still like a renowned surgeon mm-hmm. and he is seeking revenge against Bruce Wayne. So he seems the best way to do so is to get his face and start framing him. Not the most sound. <laughs> uh, Good surgeon, not a sound thing. Yeah, otherwise. no. And I think like the the one thing that was crazy about Hush is the entire time. Spoiler alert! I <laughs> said it right. <laughs> is the uh, entire time in Hush you find out that Riddler was behind the entire <laughs> yeah thing, and Riddler was a character that up until that point was kind of like riddle joke. me this Batman <laughs> was kind of considered a joke. Yeah, almost. He was a more lighthearted Batman villain. It was like, you know, People classic. Take him seriously. No, it was like classic, you know, booby traps, death traps, solve the riddle. Henchmen. Yep. Yeah. I, and I, I mean, I wasn't disappointed with the story. It was kind of weird when they made you think that Jason Todd was back. Mm-hmm. And then like a year or two later, they were like, nope, Jason Todd is back now. Well, that's just bad writing. Jeff Loeb. <laughs> Good old Jeff Loeb. <laughs> I, he's not a real Jeff. He's a Joseph. That's cheating. It's yeah, because it's, it's J E P H. It's not fair to take the first half of your name and the last half of the name and cut out the middle. That's not how nicknames work. <laughs> this lesson in nicknames has been brought to you <laughs> by Jeff. Real Jeff. The real Jeff. Um, but if if they do decide to do that, it probably won't be for another year or so till we see it because they already got their next slate of films lined up mm-hmm. with Judas Contract. Um, Batman and Harley Quinn and Justice League Dark and all that. So, fingers crossed, though. Oh, yeah. Fingers crossed they make a good Marvel animated movie. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get arthritis. Um, well, another thing that you actually brought to our attention, well, at least my attention, I saw you had posted on Facebook, Jeff, is we got our first look of the Shocker. Hell From yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. My favorite Spider-Man villain. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, unless you kind of like Venom, but... I actually dig it. I really liked oh, it. he looks awesome. He, yeah. He's got the... You can call him Quilty. He looks cool. He looks like... I don't know. He looks like a ski mask from a bank robber's outfit took over his entire body or something. Which is what I, I always loved his costume, because it looked like a bank robber ski mask, but it was like integrated into an entire costume. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the pics that were leaked online really look, uh, you know, they you can see how it mirrors a lot of the original comic book costume. So he's actually wearing it's actually a jersey. It's a jersey underneath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking yeah, at it. Got a jersey on. You can see the collar. <clears throat> oh yeah. It actually looks look, like it yeah. might be like a a jersey of some sort. Maybe a rugby jersey. Would Could that be, be correct? I don't know sports. No. Surprising. <laughs> We're not the biggest fans. I follow wrestling and tigers and sumo wrestling in, in that order. Um, but I like, yeah, it, it definitely pays homage to his classic look. Mm-hmm. Um, and this also is not his final outfit. This isn't even his final form. Nope. Apparently there will be a second outfit that he does don in the movie. I hope it's, it's, I hope it's cool. I hope it's even <laughs> closer to the original. Hmm. Um, I wonder if he'll make any shocker jokes. <laughs> I doubt it. Well, I agree. No, probably not. Did you ever see the comic page where uh, 
the shocker like rams into a building and a giant dune shocker painted dune buggy and he yells, Don't mock the shocker. No. He, <laughs> <laughs> he blasts the Punisher, like the Punisher just looks confused, like shoots the Punisher, he goes flying into the sky like it's a Warner Brothers cartoon or something. Wow. No, it's not that familiar with I'll, that. I'll, I'll send you a link. It's, it's pretty <coughs> amazing. Um, this has Marvel, like, Marvel Studios written all over Hell it. Oh, yeah. Like, Sony, like, I can only imagine what it would look like if it was just Sony. It would probably wow. be Jamie Foxx again. <laughs> just the exact same outfit when he was Electro. Um, and I also, like, I have a feeling that Spider-Man Homecoming might be Marvel's most kid-friendly movie to date. Probably. Because they're definitely hitting that like tween mm-hmm. demographic. Because they said they wanted to mirror like the Harry Potter movies along with like the uh, John Hughes old eighty movie eighties movies. Um, as long as it's a good movie, I don't care. Honestly, I really don't know what to expect right now. With good uh, things, yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. What's I have high up? hopes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm definitely optimistic, but. Uh, as far as how the movie is going to look. Uh, with I, just yeah. The, they, they give these really weird, like, they throw, like, references and, like, influences. and like, well, how the hell are they going to make that into a movie? Like, yeah, what parts are they going to mix together? Because you can, you can throw too many story arcs into one story. Yeah. And I think we talked about Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. Did you see that? No, I never did. I just knew how many villains it had. And, uh, I was going to say, uh, like, Spider-Man 3. Yeah, that's another great one. Like, I still maintain, like, I've watched that movie plenty of times. You can watch, you can watch it, and you can almost see, at, you can almost see it start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. You can see, like, where they had a, a story going of where they wanted to go, what they wanted, and then you can start to see where things were thrown in due to studio pressure. Like and, Venom. Yeah, and you just see it just crumble, yeah. like, you know... Like Rome, <laughs> just fall apart. And it's like okay, there then there it is. That's when it happened. Yep. Um, yeah. I blame Zemo. I blame Zemo. <laughs> I remember. I remember actually watching. Uh, I think it was that one. Watching that one with my stepdad, and I remember him sitting there watching Spider Man Three, and we were watching, it and he's like, "When does he?" put on the costume <laughs> because yeah. this, seriously i think it's like 45 minutes to an hour it feels like before you even actually see him in yeah. the spider-man costume and the mask only stays on for like five minutes yeah it's just yeah. it's a lot of like exposition story like setting things up setting nothing, something up to nothing setting <laughs> them up oh we need to do a, a review of that one day oh good that, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna do Green Lantern too. Yeah. Well, I'll, I've never seen that at least, so at least it'll be entertaining. Yeah. I mean, like, if you've already seen a horrible movie, then you can't even be shocked by it anymore. I still maintain we need to do Fantastic, but <laughs> I oh. think I'm fighting a losing battle on that one. Name a time, I'll watch it with you. Yeah. I'll tumble for you. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> um, I didn't. Uh, I don't owe you any money. You do, but <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. Uh, the uh, I sent it to you guys in our Facebook message group because we're that exclusive. <laughs> um, 
What did you guys think of the new Thor costume? Thor and Loki costumes. I uh, really like the new Thor costume. I didn't get to see the Loki one. I must have missed it. I'm trying to... I saw the Thor costume. And just for... uh, By the way, the Loki one almost looks identical to what he's had before. Mm -hmm. It's not too different. But I'm trying to think of where I've seen the Thor costume before. I, I I know it's inspired by a book. Hmm. Or by an artist's interpretation, but I just can't fucking think of it. Well, it being sleeveless is a lot more... Uh, Ultimate? No, sleeveless was a regular Thor. He normally didn't have sleeves. Okay. Well, and then he he has, like... He doesn't have, like, the armor on. Yeah. The chest, like, the... The circle, circle circular plates. Yeah. He, yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's just like a... a looks like a leather-type... Jerkin. Top. <laughs> it's called a jerkin. Why is that it? Really? Mm-hmm. A uh, leather armor surcoat is called a jerkin. This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot of the Conan books. I wish I could think to God what it looks like, but I saw it and I was like, that's actually kind of a refreshing uh, refreshing take. Because I feel like his costume, everybody has kind of gone through the least amount of changes. Yes. They're either like, oh, let's put on some uh, metal pieces. Yeah. Oh, put the metal pieces off. Okay, metal <laughs> pieces on. Well, I, I think that what they're going to go for with the new, with Ragnarok, I think it's going to be, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say it's going to be 80s themed. I really like it. I, the, if you haven't looked at the new Thor costume, look it up, because it actually looks really awesome. I, that might be a hot toy worth purchasing. Oh, yeah. I mean, his arms are beefy enough to where he uh, doesn't need to rock sleeves. Well, that's, they kind of... Worked a way out of those sleeves because they were very apparently uncomfortable. They looked uncomfortable. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> They're like and armor scale plates. When yeah. you fucking have rocks for your body, like yeah, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Mr. Olympia. I'm just like... <sighs> and what did... Uh, Jeff, could I get your thoughts too on the, the Thor Captain America Civil War... Uh, extra. <laughs> In case you don't know, there's an uh, extra off from the Captain America DVD that basically is what Thor was doing during Civil War. And it's he amazing. rooms with the normal guy in <laughs> it's Australia. It's, it's actually really funny. It's really silly. And yeah, it's. Do you think it's canon? He, I consider it to be canon. <laughs> he has. I will argue that to the death. It's he's def- sh- He's showing his room around, and he has like a hit Mjolnir like tucked into a drawer. Like it has like a blanket and a pillow. <laughs> like it's this, and the picture he drew of Mjolnir wielding a Thor, <laughs> like big muscular arms. He's holding a little. If you move this piece of paper here, you can see that he's holding a tiny Thor. <laughs> uh, I want to see that movie. I would watch the shit out of that. Hell yeah! Um, I had mentioned Hot Toys. You you have a couple, don't you? Uh huh. I do. Hot Toys announced and revealed they are finally doing a Cesar Romero. Yeah. Yes. It looks so good. It's got the mustache. It yeah. looks fucking creepy. <laughs> it sure I know. It actually does look scary. Like, I saw they it. I was like, do. I was like, that kind of haunts my <laughs> very being. Yeah. I um, want to get the uh, Adam West Batman. Yeah. Just, Those, it was really touch or go on whether or not they were going to do more from the 1960s line because apparently they did, didn't sell. As much as they'd hoped. Really? Which boggles my mind because yeah. like that... I th- I, you think that'd be something that people would clamor for. That show has reached like yeah. cult classic... Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just reached a level of pop of popularity now where I mean it's a the f- demand for it's there. It's a firmament of pop culture. I and mean. they were gonna do like a one stick scale like the Batmobile that I don't know if they ever got around to oh, releasing. I love that Batmobile. So I think they're gonna take another stamp, another uh, stamp or shot at it. See if the, you know people are interested in the Joker. Um, and also too, I know the character rights for the show are really dicey. I'd imagine like. They were one, like, I was reading something, like, they're doing the Batman 66 animated film coming up. Oh, yeah. And people were wondering what they were going to do about, like, Commissioner Gordon, Hmm. because his estate isn't a part of the rights for for Batman 66 merchandise and stuff Ah, like that. How bizarre. I wonder Um, if they'll just call someone Commissioner and, like, not say Gordon. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, the same thing with, I think, some of the villains in it, too. Like, I know Vincent Price. Yeah, Egghead. I know that's another dicey one, even though they have done some. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm very interested to see how they handle that, because that's a lot of, you know, with Hot Toys, what it is, is and any toy company, really. Mm-hmm. It's getting those rights and producing what you can and what isn't already in a contract of another licensor. Like, Especially something that's such an old property. Like, well, uh, NECA with Ninja Turtles. Yep. They have the rights to so many things while uh, Mattel or whoever has the rights right now to Ninja Turtles toys, like they have the rights to, you know, they can produce six inch figures or whatever. So NECA can't touch six inch figures. They have to, if they do it, they have to do it in a different way, almost like, you know, finding loopholes. Yeah. You know, so there's seven inch figures. Yeah. So there's stuff that they, you know, it's not that simple of a. I exaggerate about Yeah, no, I'm just, it's not that simple of like, you know, they can do six, but it's basically, it's like that. And that's why, like, I don't know if we're going to get now, I was really hoping, crossing my fingers, that Hot Toys were going to eventually produce, like, Ghostbusters figures. The Hanna-Barbera ones. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there's another company called, I think, Blitz. Yeah. Or whatever, that's doing one-six scale Ghostbuster figures. How are they? Have you seen them? They don't look too bad. But, you know, you always got to be cautious when you got the production photos because they get the lighting just right. And not to mention it's the prototype. It hasn't been mass produced. It's it's the MySpace angles. Yeah. It's it's the MySpace angles of toys. (laughs) They've been able to... Like the one eyes painted one inch above the other eye. They've been handcrafted, you know, and not put by machines. That's why you always have, like, like uh, Marvel Legends, like they always look so much cooler on the fucking back of the package because yep. they've been sculpted and taken care of. And then they produce them and you throw a machine. That's why you end up with googly eyes and <laughs> two left hands sometimes. <laughs> well, it's Shit a mutant. Happens. It's a mutant power. Secondary mutation. Um, but, you know, that would be really cool because I have a Heath Ledger Hot Toys Joker. Mm-hmm. It'd be really awesome if you had like the Nicholson... The Romero, and also Leletto, one of the Lettos. Oh, yeah. You have your Joker... Uh, Family reunion. Joker party. You could have the animated series one. Do they ever make a Hot Toy the animated series? Do they do? No, they've never done anything like that. Um, the most like crazy things they've done is they've done like Predators and... Mm-hmm. I've seen those. Some of those are really good, actually. Yeah. They, uh, they're like very highly detailed, and like I'm like... It's normally... Don't give me a like, start. Like, NECA's the one that normally does stuff like that. Yeah, NECA has, like, the huge, like, 1-4 scale stuff a lot of times. Like, yeah. the Predators. And I'm all set on that. That's got to... you got to find space for, for that. Yeah, and it's a fortune. Um, Plus, you have to... Although, you could take it and put it in a child seat and drive it around everywhere. 
<laughs> You're my baby predator. <laughs> Just taking care of him ever so ever so you gently. Can have him sit next to you and go in the carpool lane. <laughs> um I think that may wrap up this show. Yep. And on that note, yes. We really pulled this one out of the ass. I think we started off strong. Uh, we tripped a little bit, and we recouped. Yep. We it's, made it. It's how I choose life to be. Yeah. Mostly. A lot of trips and skips and stumbles. Um, hopefully next week we'll, we're working on a couple more show ideas of uh, what to work on. We're uh, strongly considering revu- reviewing... God fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we're strongly considering reviewing the uh, DC Hanna-Barbera comics. Hell yeah. At least picking up a couple of the issues, reading them. Gotta read Space Ghost. Uh and the Scooby and Apocalypse, and there's the Johnny Quest. I don't know how many of them are out right now. Is there a Blue Falcon one? I don't know. I know there's. I didn't see Blue Falcon or Dino Mud on there. I know uh, there was a Blue Falcon comic. Birdman. Yep, there's Birdman. There's Herculoids and the Hercules. Yep, the Herculoids. I love the Herculoids. Yeah. Um, Zach was my favorite. Also, maybe uh, could pick up. I'm I'm hoping to pick up Spider Verse. Uh, unfortunately the graphic novel right now that I've seen is all hardcover and that's like 60 to 70 bucks yeah, or something like that. And I'm, I'm like, I'm more of a paperback mm. person. Yeah. When it's something that like that, I'm like, I will wait for the softback. Hopefully I can get it for like 30 bucks. Um, and I think there's a couple different books of it, but we can read and discuss spider verse. Cause that's one that I'm really itching to talk about. We can all huddle together yeah. at the same time. As always, feel free to check us out on Facebook, KapowCast2015. You can follow us on Twitter at KapowCast. We also have an Instagram, which is just KapowCast. But you can find us every Sunday on the PodBros Podcasting Network at PodBros.com or on Google Play. We have a Google Play account, so feel free to check us out there. Um, So until next week, I'm Mike. I am Jeff. I'm Mikey. And uh, I'll say goodbye from Tony. From the future war. (laughs) And we will see you next week on Kapowcast. Send our boys home.